you have to realize that you don't know what you don't know. And if you don't know what you don't know and you try to outsource it, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot because you don't know what's supposed to be what because you don't have any prior knowledge or experience to know if they're doing it correctly. So welcome back to the Detailing Business Class Podcast, where you'll learn proven tactics and strategies on sales, marketing, and operations to grow your business. I'm your host, Oscar Gill, and my goal is to elevate you as a detailer and business owner to the next level. In today's episode, we're going to break down three marketing channels. The first one being Instagram, Facebook ads. The second is Google ads. And then the third is search engine optimization. And you're just here at a high level overview of how you can implement these strategies, the pros and cons of some, and when it makes sense to use a strategy depending on where you are in your business. And if you want to see a full breakdown of our own business and how we market our services and how we grew to $10,000 per month, you can go to detailclass.com or just click the link in the description box or in the show notes to access and sign up for the free training. Let's go ahead and get started. And welcome back to another great episode. I'm glad to have you here. Today, we're going to talk about three marketing channels. We're going to talk about Facebook, Google Ads, and then SEO, which is search engine optimization. And I'm going to kind of clarify what the differences are between each one in terms of how that marketing channel works and then what I would, how I rank them in terms of what I would recommend for most detailers going to give you quite a bit of scenarios because it, it depends on a lot of factors and your situation. So it's not really a one size fits all. It's more so just like I'm going to try to give you different things on why it might work for you versus to someone else. So uh, let's go ahead and get started straight into it. So Facebook ads, which is called Meta, right? So that they changed their, their name. Um, it's going to be Facebook and Instagram, right? So if you talk about Facebook, you're also referencing Instagram. If you, if you want to run Instagram, it's going to be through the meta platform, Facebook, because they both work together. So that is going to be ads. So paid ads is when you're actually paying money to the platform, whether it's Facebook um, or to Instagram, um, if you're running it through Facebook, um, Google ads, and you can, like literally anywhere, Yelp, um, Pinterest, YouTube, uh, Twitter, right? If you're paying for ads, you are paying that specific platform to display your ad to a specific audience, right? Now, specifically with Facebook is that you're targeting, it's interest-based or you're trying to find the audience that you believe will best fit the services that you're offering with your ad, right? So on Facebook, Instagram, you're scrolling, you're not really thinking, like let's say let's say you're looking for a, um, I don't know, a mechanic, right? If you're scrolling through Facebook or scrolling through Instagram and you get an ad for a mechanic, you might or not might be in need of a mechanic. You might or might not have a mechanical issue on your vehicle. So you might or might not find that ad valuable, right? Because you may or may not need it. Because the the advertiser, the mechanic is trying to find people that are in need of a mechanic, right? They're trying to say, okay, we're looking for someone between 20 to 65. That's within a 10 mile radius that might need um, some mechanical uh, uh, help or services, right? Whereas if you're looking at Google ads, right? Now, Google ads, you're still paying for it. It's the same thing. 
But this one, you are targeting more based off intent. Because on Google, if someone is in Austin and this person has issues with their vehicle, let's let's say just say they need their brakes changed, right? They're going to go into Google and type in, in Google, mechanic brake shop near me, mechanic brake shop Austin, brake shop Austin, mechanic in Austin, mechanic near me. So when they go into Google, they are already aware of a problem. They know they need something fixed and they are actively looking for a solution in Google. So with Facebook and Instagram, you're basically just interrupting someone saying, hey, by the way, hey, 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 I'm a mechanic. You need services? Whereas in Google, the individual, the cut, the person that's making that search is already saying, I need someone to pay to help fix my car. Who is going to be that provider? Right? So the, 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 the platform is, that's the biggest difference between the two amongst other things. But as far as like Facebook, Instagram, you are trying to reach the audience that is most likely to need mechanic services. Whereas with Google ads, you are displaying your ad to someone that's already searching for a mechanic. You see the big difference? So those two are paid ads, right? Meaning you have to pay money to display that ad. Now, the actual implementation of how like how the, how the costs break down, that's going to be all entirely different. I'm not going to go into the weeds of that. But just know paid ads, you're actually paying to display your money. And then the differences between Facebook ads and, and Google ads. Now, there between these two, there is no right or wrong answer as far as like which one is better because they both work if you know what you're doing and you play the, the, the game long enough to understand how to actually implement and optimize. Where the difference might be is how it fits into your strategy. And we'll touch on that a, a, a little bit later um, in terms of um, when and where that should be done. Okay, so next one here is SEO, search engine optimization. And again, if you want to go to get a full training on this, you can go to detailclass.com and sign up for the free training. But on this one, this is uh, organic, right? So organic for the most part means, it doesn't mean free because it's not really free. It just means you're not paying for ads. And the reason why I say that is because if you're doing SEO, it's, through your website, right? So whether it's 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 WordPress, Squarespace, Weebly, Wix, GoDaddy, whatever, you're still gonna be paying for your website subscription. You still have to pay for your domain. If depending if you what what platform you choose, you're still paying for your hosting platform. Um, you might still be paying for um, I don't know some other thing. So it's it's not really free because you still gotta work on it, right? If you have someone that's creating your website, if you're hiring a content writer, whatever the case may be, there are costs associated to it. But it is free in the sense that Google isn't charging you anything to do SEO. They're not charging you to get on the first page. They're not charging you to be there, right? So with organic SEO, this is strictly just, well, Technically, this can be on any search uh, search engine, right? So the SEO can be applied to technically Instagram now, to Yelp, to Pinterest, to Bing, to uh, to um, any other search, uh, uh, Quora. Um, all those things are search engines. We're specifically here talking about Google. So on Google, there are 
multiple spots on the first page. So we'll keep it with... Actually, we'll just switch it to a detailer. Why are we even... Why am I even giving you a different kind of center? Let's talk about detailers, right? So if um, if you... If a customer is interested in detailing, right? So let's say if they're in Google, right? Someone is going into Google thinking, I have a problem with my vehicle. It's dirty. Or the, the scratches are all over my vehicle and I want to get it polished or I want to get it coated or I want to get the interior cleaned or I want PPF or I want tint, right? That idea, that problem is already in the individual's head. So they're going to go to Google and type in, let's keep it with Austin. If you're in Austin, you're going to, they're going to look for, 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 for uh, keywords. It's called a qu- queries, but I'm going to call it keywords. Uh, they look for, uh, they're going to search up things like Austin auto detailing. Austin car detailing, Austin mobile detailing, Austin paint correction, Austin headlight restoration. So they are actively searching for a provider that they can pay to, to take care of the vehicle. Now, on the first page of Google, you have quite a few listings. Now, it'd be a lot easier if I could show you in per, uh, on screen, but I'll try to just talk to you about it uh, over um, audio here, is that you're going to have both paid and organic listings on the first page of Google. So when you go and when someone searches for uh, Austin paint correction, right, depending on the area, it's because it's going to be different for every single um, city uh, based on how many people are there, who's running ads, uh, just a few factors. If you um, if you search for Austin paint correction, there might be one or two or three ad listings that come up at the very top of the page, Right. Below that, it might be the local three pack or the local snack pack. And that's basically the little part that shows you um, the map and three or four providers on that on that on the little snippet right there. Now, sometimes there is a paid listing inside that local three pack. Right. Then you go scroll a bit more. And then that's when you have the nine to ten listings of websites. Right. So there's a lot of real estate that's going, especially over the last five years, seven years, like they've really like maximized how much they could put on that first page. I, mean, I, re- I remember when you used to run ads and the ads used to show up on the on the right side of the page. Um, anyways, um, so uh, with that one, the with SEO, you're not going to be on the, the paid lists on the paid ads because that's that's those are Google ads. So you're, you're paying for those for those spots. With SEO, it's all organically Again, going back to like, yes, there's costs involved, you know, uh, involved with running a website and whatever, but it, it's not, you're not getting a direct cost from Google themselves to rank organically on the first page. So with organic versus paid ads, the biggest difference is the intent, right? With Google ads, that, and, 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 and I'm sorry, not Google ads, with, with SEO, but you can include Google ads in here, but with, with SEO, they are proactively looking for a solution to their problem, right? They are proactively saying, hey, I know I have uh, 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 my car is dirty and I want it cleaned. I am now looking for someone to clean it, right? Like they already know they want to pay money. They already know that they want it done. They already know that they're, you know, whatever, whatever. They, they're, it's a hot lead versus uh, if you're running uh, um, ads on Facebook or Instagram, you don't know what that person is thinking. You don't know if they care about detailing. If they don't like, to, you're just hoping that you're targeting the right kind of audience or demographics that will be more likely to want detailing, right? 
So again, that's why it's like it's more interest based with Facebook and, and Instagram ads, and then Google is more uh, intent based. So as a whole, just as, as a blanket statement, any organic leads are typically warmer. And when I, when I say warm, I mean like uh, they're, 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 they're a lot more ready to buy versus colder leads. So colder leads would be, it's, it's typically through ads because again, they're not looking for a detailer. They may not know anything about detailing. They may not know anything about the service. So those are kind of cold because they're just, you just targeting that kind of general demographics. Whereas with organic, meaning someone is, is proactively looking for a solution, they're going to be a lot warmer audience, right? Because they already understand the problem. They understand that they want to solve. They're looking for someone's kid to solve. So they're already in uh, uh, that, that mental state of like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a solution. And again, as a whole, organic leads, you will typically convert higher than ads across the board. Just because, again, whenever, like, do you ever go on, I mean, just think about all the times that you see an ad somewhere and you just skip it, right? Whether it's on YouTube, whether it's a billboard, whether it's the magazine, whether it's on, on Google, whether it's on Facebook, as soon as you see, like, sponsored or ad, you're like, oh, whatever, no, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to read that, right? Because you don't want to get sold on, right? Um, so it's the same thought process of that where if if you're um, if you're looking for a, uh, a polisher to purchase, right, and you go to YouTube, and you open up, you know, 10 different tabs and you look at, you know, someone reviewing a grid, someone reviewing a Rupes, someone reviewing a Harbor Freight, someone reviewing uh, Adam's Polishes, someone reviewing uh, all four of them, someone, you know, so, so and, and you're watching all this content, right? Because you're trying to get as much information. But then you have an ad pop up before the video starts of a brand selling a polisher. You'd be like, nope, nope, don't care about that. Don't care about that. Nope, 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 nope. Because again, like you're being sold to, you don't want to be sold to. You want to make your own informed decision. So that's why, as a very blanket statement, it's just like uh, organic leads typically convert a lot better, just because again the, the, the intent behind that, like they were already actively looking for that. Um, not to say, again, there's nothing wrong with ads at all. Like they are still 100% effective if you know how to run them and use them and such. Um, but just again, like if you if you put 100 leads in ads and 100 leads in organic, I'd be very confident to say that the organic leads convert a lot higher uh, just because the intent behind that. Um, so, so when is it the right time? When is the right time to run either? So this is the question that a lot of people ask me just because there's so many options. Now, when it comes to ads, you need some form of budget, right? So, and then there's two ways that you can go about it, right? Because you can do uh, basically call it a, a, a DIY, meaning you're doing it yourself like, as far as you're actually running the campaign and all that. And then you can hire it out or outsource it, right? So with the outsourcing option, you have to realize that you don't know what you don't know. And if you don't know what you don't know and you try to outsource it, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot because you don't know what's supposed to be what because you don't have any prior knowledge or experience to know if they're doing it correctly. So with hiring it out, like you can't go through a Fiverr or through an Upwork and hire someone that says that they've been doing ads for however long. Like you have to be able to prove that they have a track record, that they know what they're doing, that they're, you know, competent in their skills, that they have, you know, customers, clients from uh, other industries that they can prove to you that, hey, look, these, these, this is what I've been doing. 
Um, because I've seen it time and time and time and time and time and time and time again, where the the ad campaigns that they're running it just horrendous. It's hideous. They're they're spending it could be three hundred, three thousand, or thirty thousand a month in ads, and the campaign is just set up so crappily. I just came up with that word that they are wasting like 80, 90 percent of that money and it's going nowhere because they don't know what they don't know. Right. And this is not uh, you know, this is nothing against uh, the owner or anything, because, again, they're, they're, they're trusting this third party company to, to run the ads. But you look inside the ad, the, the platform, their, their campaigns, and it's just like, bro, this is a total wash. Like this is just money down the drain, like 100 percent. So. If you're gonna go the outsource route, you're gonna have to pay someone that's reputable, not some friend that knows some web that knows some website design and he wants to do your ads. Trust me, that person doesn't know anything about ads. We, I, we've all, I've, I've heard that story dozens of times already. It's, it, it doesn't work out. Um, so you have to hire someone that's reputable, that's that that does quality work. Now, if you're gonna hire someone that does reputable work quality work that knows what they're doing, that has a proven track record, you're not paying three hundred bucks a month, right? Well, again, it, it depends on your area where you are, for sure. Um, but that could be, and and depending on the on the on your budget as well. Meaning, some it depends on the agency does it or whoever you're hiring because sometimes they they're min, like if you're spending less than a thousand, it might be X amount for their fee. If you're spending, you know, ten thousand, it'll be X amount for their fee. Um, if you're spending twenty five thousand, it'll be X amount for their fee. Just because there's the the, the level of work is a bit different if you're spending a thousand a month versus twenty five thousand a month. Um, so it, it, you know, you might pay, you know, 500, 800 or 1200 bucks a month for the management fee for them to, to be in control of your account. That's not including your ad budget. So let's say that, that the, that the agency's fee call it is 500 bucks and your ad spend is 500, right? So you're paying, these are just made up numbers. Don't look too much into this. So your your total cost per month is a thousand dollars, but only five hundred of that is actually getting spent on ads. Um, so again, not that that's bad. It just it, does that does that fit in your? Uh, am I recording right now? Does that fit in your? Uh, I always get so scared of that. I'm not recording because I'm looking at the camera, but then I, I always look over here to make sure that I actually am recording. So um, again, not that it. Not that there's a right or wrong answer, but just like it really depends on where you are because, you know, most people start with a very limited budget, but there are people that start off with 10000 right, as far as starting their business and they, and they have those resources to actually spend on, you know, ads or hiring an agency. Um, or maybe your business is at that point where, yeah, it doesn't make sense for you to learn every single thing just because, like, you have so many other things going on. So there are specific situations where I that does seem... Um, that does make a lot more sense, but I definitely would not say like everyone should go and, and outsource it. Um, so that's the outsource way. Um, then the DI, the do yourself method is basically you have to learn everything from start to finish to understand how to properly implement it. Um, and with this one, um, if this is your first marketing channel, right, you should learn how to do it yourself. And this is this is going to be applicable to anything. Like if 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 SEO is going to be your first thing. You should learn how to do that. If Facebook or Google Ads is going to be your first thing, you should learn how to do that because that's your marketing channel. Like you are going to learn to become a master of that channel. Over time, you can take on other work, or if, if it's doing so well and you're at a you know whatever whatever call it ten thousand a month, and you're like, man, now I want to add another marketing channel. And you're at ten thousand, you have customers, you have leads, your your business is growing, you're you're, you're managing many other things. 
at that point, it makes sense to outsource that the next marketing channel because you have the revenue, you have the lead, your customers, at your, your, your business is actually moving to where it makes more sense to outsource it at that point because you are actually now growing your business. So if it's your first channel, I always recommend you learn that yourself. And yes, you will now focus on doing everything other than detailing when it comes to learning marketing. Right. If you're going to get into Facebook ads or Google ads or SEO, you are now doing nothing but not detailing, if that makes sense. Like you're now on the computer the entire time. You're now watching YouTube, YouTube videos. You're watching blog posts. You are in the platform trying to learn all the ins and outs. You are looking at what others are doing on YouTube blog posts. Like all you're doing is learning how to use this platform and you're not detailing, you're not out there trying new products, you're not out there working on customers' vehicles, you're not out there, you're not doing any of that. You are literally stuck at your laptop, sitting down hours upon hours upon hours trying to understand how you implement these strategies. And yes, like it's gonna take time, right? If, if, if you wanna be efficient at running Facebook ads, Google ads, or, or doing your SEO on your website, yeah, that's gonna come with a ton of reading, a ton of watching YouTube videos, a ton of listening to podcasts, a ton of being on the back end and looking at the platform and trying to in, uh, implement the things that you learn because it is a lot, right? Like if, and you gotta think about it. If if Mark, if, if this one thing, marketing, you know, whichever one you choose, if this one thing is gonna grow your business and increase your leads and, and get you more customers and make you more money and grow your business and, and give you a better life and be able to give you more finances and give you more control of your business, if that's all gonna happen by you focusing on one thing, well, then that one thing is gonna take quite a bit of time to implement, right? Like, it's only fair if you wanna completely change your life and make more money and get more customers and, and do all these things. Well, I mean, look, I, you gotta kinda of put your time and energy into that thing to make it work, right? So it's, it's only fair for that to happen. And that's where a lot of people get stuck on where they're like, oh, no, 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 I, I wanna go detail. Oh, I wanna go work on a car. I wanna go polish. I wanna go try these new products. It has to change. That, I mean, I'm, I'm you know, and it really depends on your schedule. Whether you whether you have um well, it's correct. Uh, whether you have a full time job, part time job, full time student, part time student, whether you have family, kid, dog, whatever, like yeah, you just you you have to learn how to prioritize your time, right? Like that's that's as basic and straightforward as it gets, right? Of of the time that you have available, where is it best used? Is it learning how to polish? Is it learning new products? Or is it doing this thing that generates uh, uh, traffic leads and sales so that you can actually make money? I'm gonna just say that. For nine out of 10 people, the marketing part is going to be far more important and far more effective to growing your business and making money than anything else that you're doing. That's just my take on it. You know, be happy to disagree with that. Um, but that's what I'm going to say, right? So regardless of whatever one you choose, you have to learn that yourself. You have to be the one that understands it. Because look, imagine if you have the skills, the knowledge, the experience to be able to push and pull specific levers to grow your business. I mean, that, that's very powerful, right? Because the problem with outsourcing it is that whenever you need something done, whenever something happens, you are looking at that other person agency to th get it done for you. And then what happens when the money stops and you can't pay that person or agency? What happens when that person or agency uh, is out of business or drops you as a client or whatever? You are now looking for another person or agency to hire and you are always at the whim of trying to hire someone to do it for you. Whereas if you have those skills yourself, you are always in control of how you do things. And it's a powerful skill to have, right? Like if you're struggling with your business right now, if you're not happy with the amount of customers that you're getting, if, if you're not content, if you want more, it's a, it's, a, it's a very powerful thing 
to say, oh, that's right. I have the skills to be able to keep on growing us, right? I have the the the, the understanding, the 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 skills to implement these things for us to continue to grow. I mean, that, that's like that's it's pretty powerful if you ask me. So, yes, you're gonna have to learn it. Now, in terms of which one is best, so for me, for me, right? It's gonna be very dependent on on, on your specific situation. But for me, how I like to see it is I would like to do something organic first and then on top of that, layer ads. Now, what I mean by layer, I mean, first, dominate organic, right? For us, like for me specifically, I'm going to talk about SEO. I've been talking about SEO for the last seven years. That, you know, that's, that's my main thing. So I would like to completely dominate or at least like get 80% there of dominating SEO. And then at some point, add Google ads, and I say specifically Google ads because if you're ranking on the first page of Google for organic, uh, uh, organically, and if you layer on top of that Google ads, that means you're now showing up on potentially the, the, the ads displayed in the, in the very top of the page. You might be displayed on the local three pack and you might be displayed organically on the listing. So in your website might be able to be shown two, maybe three times on the first page of Google. That's really powerful, right? Because you're literally coming up in every way that someone can click on, on, on your website. Now, when I say layer ads on top of there, I literally mean like maybe eight months, 12 months, 14 months after you're done doing your SEO, then add something else, right? And, you know, that's just a, a very general blanket statement. But my main key thing is like dominate this one thing first, understand, implement, iterate, and, and, and maximize this one thing, and then move on to something else. The problem I see all the time is that you want to start your website. Oh, by the way, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post on Instagram. Oh, by the way, I'm going to run $20 on Facebook ads. Oh, by the way, I'm going to go to this thing to get leads. Oh, by the way, and you're just all over the place, right? Kill about 90% of your activity, focus on one thing, and maximize that to the best of your ability, Right? So again, so for me, I'm going to say I like to start with something organic. I like to start with something organic. Well, this one would be SEO. And then I would layer on top of that Google ads. That'd be my strategy. Like that, I mean, that's easily a six-figure business right there. No questions asked. Now, let's say you have a budget right now and you can go straight into Facebook ads. That's also very fine. Um, let's say you can, and again, like you can run Facebook, Instagram ads, right? At the same time, because social media is a bit different, um, you can be posting all your content on Instagram, right? So it, it still has that organic um, uh, angle to it. Although it's a bit more different depending on how you create content and how you post and, and all this stuff. But um, that could be another method of like organic and ads that can complement each other, right? Because if you're ranking on the first page of Google, and then you run Instagram ads, those aren't as complimentary, right? Because if you just do Google Google ads and SEO, well, then now you're just maximizing one platform to the best of its ability. Um, so if you're posting on Facebook, Instagram, uh, organically, right, meaning just uploading photos, videos, and on top of that, you are running ads, that's a lot more complimentary. Um, at some point, you know, it doesn't make sense to do all three of them. Absolutely, right? You're doing SEO, you're doing Google ads, you're doing Facebook, Instagram ads. That makes sense. But it's like, it's going to take time to get there in whatever you are that you're doing. I mean, with me on my SEO, it took me nine months to rank on the first page of Google. Nine months. To someone else, it might take 12 months. To someone else, it might take four months. To someone else, it might take 14 months, right? 
if you're running Facebook ads, Instagram ads, like a, a big part to your ad strategy is how much you're spending, right? If you're spending 200 bucks a month, that's only going to get you so far. You know, $200 versus $2,000 a month is completely different. And the amount of leads and data and customers that you're able to generate will be completely different. Um, so there's a lot of factors that go into it. Now, I will say on the ads portion, just real quick, if you're doing Google ads, don't use their smart campaign that's not going to be a great experience. It's made to be set up super fast, super easy, so you can start spending money immediately. Don't do that. You have to use their full ads platform to get the most out of it, and that it takes a lot of time, effort, yes, but that smart campaign is not going to do you well. I don't recommend that. No one recommends that unless you just want to throw money away. Um, so that's going to be it right there. Hopefully, you learned something. I could talk about this for literally hours if you want to see a more in-depth training on how we use SEO in our business and how we've grown to $10,000 per month, go to detailclass.com and sign up for the free training. Other than that, we'll end right here and I'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Detailing Business Class podcast. Please leave a rating and review on iTunes or Spotify as that greatly helps the show. If you're ready to start your detailing business, head on over to detailgroup.co and download your free guides.